I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is your main Chakra Girl and spiritual BFF, Amber Lee Lyons. From the chakragirlco.com. Check me out if you haven't before. So, today is going to be so fun, you guys. We are here with Natalie Wallstein. She is super cool. She is an astrologer, but also a career coach. So she helps people with their business by looking into their birth chart and their business's birth chart. I didn't even know businesses had a birth chart. She's talking about all of that today. We are getting clear on what is a star sign, what is a moon sign, and what is a sun sign. They're all different. They have different meanings, and we're just clearing that all up. We're talking about why your business needs its own birth chart reading because it's so, so important. We're talking about what's in store for May's cosmic forecast. She's giving us some really good tips on what we should be focusing on this month. And we're talking about how to use the full potential of your star sign in your business. So this episode is brought to you by my Chakra Girl Meditation Bundle. I've been getting so much amazing feedback from people that have already purchased it um, and saying that they're totally loving the meditations and feeling really zen and super elevated. So the meditation bundle is eight of the meditations that I've been doing since I started my spiritual journey, and I recorded them all in my fun, exciting voice to really fun music, and basically every single one taps into your chakra energy and activates a different energy that you need. So there's one to find your ideal love, there's a meditation to be the most fun girl at the party. There's the meditation to manifest more things. There's seriously so many good meditations, you guys. 
and you can get $10 off with the coupon code podcast. You just go to chakragirlmeditation.pagedemo.co. So that's chakragirlmeditation.pagedemo.co and use the code podcast. Okay, guys, go get them now. But let's get real about spirituality and Botox. (laughs) There was really no segue there. We're just getting right into it. I want to know your questions because as a spiritual girl, you know, it's kind of like weird to have something injected in your face because you're like, is it going to affect my chakras? Is it going to affect my energy? And I'm telling you, I've had Botox. I have had lip fillers. And the lady that does them for me, Dr. Rose, she's so amazing. And I'm going to have her on the podcast to answer all of your questions. Like, will I lose my intuition in my third eye chakra if I get Botox? Will I be able to smile? You know, will I have to keep getting Botox over and over again? How often will I have to get it? How much filler should I get in my lips? She's going to answer everything. So I want you guys to DM me your questions so that we know what you need to hear from us when we do that episode. So go to Instagram, um, find me at the Shocker Girl Co. If you're not following me, what are you doing with your life? Follow me, answer me questions, or answer me questions, ask me questions. Jesus, it's been a long day. Um, and yeah, I want to know all your questions. Botox, filler, cosmetic procedure questions. I've probably had them all. So let's hear them. Okay, guys, let's get into this episode. It is such a good one because you're going to learn so many amazing tips about astrology and how it works with business and life and just everything. Astrology is everything. That's what you need to know. So let's get into the episode with Natalie Wallstein. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. So excited to be here with Natalie Wallstein. She is one part astrologer and one part down-to-earth career coach, helping spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls in need of direction to discover their true calling and align their life and career with the cosmos, which allows them to really bring in more of their much-needed brand magic out into the world because the world needs that brand magic, guys. Um, So, she is the founder of Soul Shine Astrology, which is such a great site. You guys need to check it out. She is obsessed with tapping into the ancient wisdom of astrology to help inspired entrepreneurs and creative souls. And she is like super like has been studying astrology forever. She has so many great certifications and I can't wait to hear about all of it. So welcome to the show, Natalie. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Yay. So excited to have you. So let's get into some rapid fire slumber party questions, loosen things up. Let's get started with what is your daily practice? Ooh, I have really gotten into self-care this year, especially, and I love to make sure that I start my day off on the right foot and in a good mood. So I always try to wake up and tell myself as soon as I remember that today is going to be a great day, no matter what's going on. Even if I'm in a really bad mood, I'm like, no, it's going to be a great day. (laughs) I love that because you really do get to decide. And I think people 
kind of like fall victim to their circumstances. But like, guys, you can like literally decide to have a good day and then you just do it. Yeah. And there's no reason why it can't be good. It's like, maybe I woke up on the wrong side of the bed or something, but just reframing it and deciding is so powerful. Totally. You just figure it out. I love that. So what is your go-to crystal? I see you post about crystals all the time. Which is your fave? Ooh, I love rose quartz probably the most just because it has to do with love. It makes you feel good. I have a big hunk of it on my desk, but I also love amethyst and regular quartz and angelite, which is a really calming light blue crystal. So I have a lot of favorites. All the like yummy, beautiful, girly colored ones. Yeah, pretty much. I know. I feel the same. I'm like, eh, I could do without the emeralds and satellites of the world. <laughs> I'm sure they serve their purpose, but <laughs> I like the pretty ones. Um, what is your worst habit? Mm, probably packing my days with too much stuff to do because there's so much I want to do in my life and I'm like I'm just gonna do it all and then I get to the end of the day and I didn't get it all done and then I get mad so yeah and then you're kind of like ripping your hair out I actually decided this week I was like I'm just gonna go through and cancel some appointments like I like I'm just going to and I would never do that before but I was like I can't I can't just pack the day like this anymore it's like it's like a disservice to everyone in your life to like really try and do it all. Yeah. And I feel better when I just have time to kind of roam throughout my day and daydream anyways. So Mm, I love a good daydream. I love that you said that. I love that. So, okay. I have a question. It might be a kind of funny question. So if you could choose a certain star sign to switch to, what would it be? So what are you and what would you switch to? That's such a funny question. So I'm a Pisces and I love being a Pisces and I feel like I'm a Pisces. But when I first learned about astrology, I had this book that I pulled out and I'm like, "Ooh, Aquarius, that sounds cool. I must be an Aquarius. And then turns out I'm not. I'm like five days away. <laughs> I'm Aquarius. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and I think my moon is in Pisces, but I'm going to ask you about that later because I have no idea what any of that means. So <laughs> I feel cool now that you want to be my star sign. I want to be you. Yay. <laughs> um, okay. What is a guilty pleasure that you have that you think good spiritual people probably don't do? Um, I would say probably that I mean it's not a guilty pleasure (laughs) but I don't really have a set meditation practice Mm -hmm. which I know that that's something a lot of spiritual people swear by and it's not like I don't meditate at all but I feel like I kind of meditate throughout my day so Mm. if something happens to stress me out I try to kind of reframe the situation fairly quickly or breathe or whatever it is And I have had one in the past where I would wake up every morning and I would like tap into my higher self and all that. But I find that I have a lot of trouble getting grounded more than anything. So if I do meditate, it's usually like a chakra clearing where I focus on grounding my root chakra into the earth because I already feel like my upper chakras are active enough. Okay. I feel very similar to that. And I totally get what you're saying. Like I still do like a little bit of Reiki on myself every morning, but like, I'm not doing like a head clearing meditation. Like I'm more just like 
visualizing and also just like feeling into my body because I get so in my head. Yeah. And it depends on where I am in life. If I'm feeling like I really need that extra kind of present moment, um, gearing in, calming down, then I might do it more. But yeah. And I also just came off of like a 40-day kundalini meditation challenge where I had to do the same meditation every day for 40 days. And it was like this 11-minute chant. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of over it right now <laughs> doing my own thing. Yeah, meditation overdose. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so how do you re-energize after an emotionally draining day? So that's when chakra clearing really comes back into play, which I know you know all about. (laughs) Um, But usually, like, I think that there's probably something weird going on with me. So I just kind of tune into my chakras and clear them. Um, It's like my go-to when things are really going wrong and like shit's hitting the fan. And I'm like, why is this happening? Yes. Um, But also just sleeping is amazing. As a Pisces, especially, I try to leave as much room for sleep as possible because if I'm tired, it's so much more likely that I'm not going to be able to handle even the littlest thing. Mm, Yeah, that is definitely a good call. So for your chakra clearing that you do, what is your kind of go-to practice? Do you use crystals or just more of like an energetic thing? I usually listen to like a meditation that Mm -hmm. goes through them with me. And then I like this one where she replaces whatever is like wrong with your chakra with a mantra, Mm. like I am safe or I am powerful or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just like putting the right energy into the chakras. Mm -hmm. Love it. Okay. So let's talk more about you. So first off, your business is so cool and so needed. So how did you come up with the idea or how did it kind of evolve into astrology and coaching for entrepreneurs? Yeah. So I've always been really into astrology, but I never knew that it was a thing that I could be or do. And I was a graphic designer for years. I started my own business and I was working with female entrepreneurs all over the world, designing their graphics. And I really loved what I was doing. I love art and computers and business and all of that. But a lot of things were changing in my life, and I had moved to Hawaii, and I was trying to live my dreams, but everything kind of started like falling apart all around me, and that's when I really turned to astrology to be like, what is going on with me in my life? Um, And I didn't like know that much about it, but I decided to look at my birth chart kind of just for fun, and it was saying how I meant to help people on a deeper spiritual level. And I realized that was like severely missing from my life. And that's something that I always knew that was kind of different about me, but I didn't know how to put my finger on it because I have like a lot of visions about things and dream about things before they happen and always kind of craving to really dive in beneath the surface. Like, who are you really? Like, what are your true, your dreams? And that's like what I'm all about, but that wasn't really happening in my daily life because I'm working with people on their graphics. So Mm. it's a little bit more surface level. There's nothing wrong with it, but it just wasn't like my perfect dream career as much as I wanted it to be. And as much as I had built it to be what I wanted it to be, I realized that I was supposed to be doing something different and 
I ended up getting really sick and I almost died even. Oh my god! It was like putting everything into perspective really quickly. For it's me. so funny. Like it's like I need to like go back and look. I feel like every single person I've interviewed has like gotten really sick and almost died at some point, and that was kind of like their turning point. It's so I feel like that's like it's almost like the universe is like really sending the message like, Hey, you're supposed to be doing something bigger. Like, let me almost kill you to show you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Can't ignore> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. So, well, not funny, but like, ironic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then what did you have kind of like an epiphany? Like, did it like shift really quickly or was it just kind of like a slow progression of being like, maybe I'll dabble in this? Yeah, well, so I got to take astrology classes for free, actually. So that was amazing. They had this like online event going on where you could learn it for free if you watched it while it was live, which was crazy. So they had three classes a day for eight days straight. And they're all very, very deep taught by the leading astrologers who had been studying for 30 or 40 years. And I watched every single one. And by the end of it, my brain pretty much exploded with information as I thought it was so cool. And I kind of had like an intense spiritual awakening after that because it all made so much sense to me. And then I'd start looking at charts and the meanings would like kind of jump off the chart. Like I knew what it meant on such a deep level all of a sudden. And I felt really excited, like crazy excited. Like what is wrong with me? Yeah. Like it was almost like there was just all these like vibrations that were like, you're supposed to be doing this. Yeah. So I couldn't really ignore it. And then as I was studying astrology, I saw that Jupiter, which is the planet of growth and abundance was passing over my career line which it only happens once every 12 years. And it's like when you find your calling and your dream career. And it was happening that very week. That's insanity. I love that. And I noticed that you said that Jupiter was your favorite planet. Jupiter was my favorite like Sailor Moon character. So I think it's my favorite planet too. Oh, funny. (laughs) (laughs) So why are, so let's talk about how the star signs relate to business? Like, why is it so important to understand your star sign and how it relates to your business? Yeah. So we have a chart, but then you can also have a chart for your business, which a lot of people don't know. And it's crazy how much information you can get from both your chart and a business's chart or really any chart. And I mean, it's a map of where the stars were when you were born, but it's also like everything there is to know about you and like who you really are, what you care about, what you love, what you need to be happy, all of these things that would really help to know when you're starting a business or just living your life in general, trying to like make decisions about what to do with your time. And so your sun sign is obviously the most important and it's something that most people usually know what their sun sign is. And it symbolizes what fires you up the most creatively. So that's a really good place to start. But then you have a sign for your moon and you have a rising sign and a career line and Venus, Mars, all the planets. And they all have meaning about, you know, different things about you, different layers about you that Mm -hmm. can get really specific. So, okay. So with the chart for your business, that still goes off of like your birthday. 
That one actually goes off of the day that you decided I'm starting this. Okay. Course. That's what I was wondering. I was like, is it the day I registered? Is it the day I like launched? But it was the day I just said, oh shit, I have no idea when that was. I feel like I had this like slow, like three year, maybe I'm going to do this. And then maybe it would be like the day I finally like hired a coach. Yeah, that could be. Okay. okay. For me, it's when I bought my website. Because mm. I'm yeah, like, I'm putting money too. into this and I'm doing it. Yeah. Once you like officially are like in the flow. So interesting. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about what does the moon sign tell you versus what the sun sign and is the sun sign the same as the rising sign? No, they're oh, different. I know nothing. There's so much. <laughs> actually- okay. So what is the rising sign? What is the moon sign? What is the sun sign? What is what what do they tell you? Yeah. So your sun sign is what fires you up the most creatively and it's where the sun was when you were born and most people okay. know their sign. Like I'm a Pisces, you're an Aquarius. Oh, then- that's your that's my sun sign? Yeah. Oh, see, I thought that was like my star sign or is that the same thing? I don't know. I mean, the sun is a giant star. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, and then what does moon sign tell you? So the moon sign is where the moon was when you were born and it's your emotional landscape. So when I do career astrology, it's what makes you comfortable or safe or happy. So we all have different needs in terms of like how we filter our emotions. Mm -hmm. So they're different for everyone. Like one person could have a moon where they like need to know everything that's going to happen every day. And if they don't, they'll freak out. So that would Mm. probably be like a Virgo. Yeah, that (laughs) is not me. (laughs) And then a Pisces moon would be the opposite of that, where you like to be able to dive in really deep and like in conversations and you like to have time to kind of daydream and float throughout your day. So it just kind of depends. There's so many different combinations, but it really... It tells you what you need to be happy. So I feel like I've looked at like different charts online and some of them say that my moon is Pisces and some of them say it's Sagittarius. I'm like, why would they be different? That's a really big difference. Yeah, right? So what would the characteristics of a Pisces moon be then? So I have my moon in Pisces and maybe you do. (laughs) So for me, that means that I like to be, I don't like to have like surface level relationships with people. I want to like really get to know you. And I also really always want to be inspired. And I also want to serve people by inspiring them. So there's a lot you could say about every sign, but that's kind of the best about it. So what if my moon was actually in Sagittarius? If your moon was in Sagittarius, you'd be someone who could never relax. You always like to be doing new things, going to new places, traveling, learning new things. A lot of times Sagittarius in general, where if you have like your son in Sagittarius, they'll jump around to different jobs a lot because they always want to be interested. (laughs) Like, okay, both of these are making sense for for my moon. Those two signs are actually somewhat similar in some ways. They're both like fairly optimistic and they like to dream big. Yeah, because my husband's Sagittarius, like his sun sign is Sagittarius. And we have like some similarities in that, but then are also like very different. So I think I'll probably just need to like do a full reading with you because I need to know what what is my moon sign? I have no idea. Um, And then so what is the rising sign? So the rising sign is this point that's based on the angle of the horizon when you were born. 
Okay. So you need to know the exact city you were born and the time. It's really yeah. important. Yeah. And what it signifies is your identity or the self that you show to the world. And I also look at it as being the work that you're actually physically meant to do for a living. Mm. So this one's super important. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure mine is Leo. Mm. Yeah. You're meant to be a leader. Okay, and good. Example of and my chi- do you look into Chinese Zodiac at all? I don't. I have a friend who is into that though. And I notice it matches up. Yeah. It's like, it because I was going to say I'm a, I'm a fire tiger. Ooh. So if I'm a Leo, that kind of makes sense. Some yeah. kind of lioness anyways. Okay. I love it. I'm going to have to do a real reading with you because I need to know all the things. <laughs> so what would, so what would a session with you look like? What do you help people with? Yeah. So the beginning of the session is really about getting to know you. And I typically do career sessions. So it's kind of about like, what are you doing now? Um, What led you into this work? How are you feeling about it? What do you love about it? What are you not loving? And also just kind of like, what are your dreams? What do you want out of life? And so that's kind of like the career coaching aspect of it. Yeah. And as they're talking and answering the questions, I'm looking at their chart and I'm like pinging things in my mind. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, And then I bring up the astrology chart and I'll just go through the whole thing and talk about how it relates to their life and the things that they want to do and basically helping you get in alignment with who you really are and tell you how amazing you are and how you can use your natural skills and abilities to your advantage to Mm -hmm. kind of live the life of your dreams or do the work that you're meant to do. And I think that's so important because so many people are trying to just do things the way that other people are doing them. And it's like, well, maybe that's not the way you're supposed to be doing it or what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And life is so much easier when you're just you because you're already you. Exactly. So true. I love that. So what can people do today to kind of start using the full potential of their star signs? Yeah. I mean, getting an astrology reading is obviously something I would recommend Yeah, um, if you can, because it's just like amazing how it actually changed my life. I mean, obviously, because I'm an astrologer now, Mm -hmm. but just to kind of see like how, who I am has always kind of matched up with my chart in some ways, but then you can also see like why you're maybe upset or you're not feeling completely fulfilled. So, I mean, getting your chart done or looking into your chart, I think is amazing. Yeah. It's almost like it just, kind of, I don't know. It almost like makes you feel like a little bit more grounded or like you understand yourself a little bit more, even probably allows you to be a little bit more like compassionate with yourself. Like, oh, yeah. that's why I did that. Or that's why I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I got to read my whole family's birth charts and now I understand them so well. Yeah. And I just know like this is just who they are. Isn't that cute? Yeah. You're like, okay, I guess I can't be mad at them anymore. No yeah, more judgment. exactly. <laughs> and I think a really good thing to keep in mind too is even if you don't get an astrology reading, you probably are on track to your calling. You just maybe don't realize it. And your emotional guidance system is number one in terms of do you feel good? Because then you're in alignment with your with who you're meant to be. If you don't feel good, then something's off. So, I mean, that's the easiest way to look at it because astrology is really the blueprint of your intuition. 
Mm, I love that. Can you like explain that a little bit more? How like intuition is connected to astrology? Because I notice, like for you, especially like as you're reading people's charts, you need to be intuitive because you're like kind of like looking at so many things and you have to be like really quick to like intuitively connect the dots but for everyone else like why how can they like tap into their intuition um and how does that support them in you know finding that inner guidance and connecting to what they're supposed to be doing astrologically I think it's all about being really self-aware So I think a lot of us kind of put a limit on how happy we're allowed to be. So we'll be like, well, this is just the way things are. And so just realizing what makes you happy, what doesn't, what you love doing and like what makes your heart like flutter when you think about it or when you talk about it, you light up and you get excited. That's what you're meant to do because when you're living in alignment with your calling and your charts and all of that, you are happy. Like this is what you were born to be. So, mm-hmm. so true. And I always say that, like, follow the excitement. <laughs> like if it doesn't feel good, shift. Um, and I think so many people just, like you said, it's like, they don't think they deserve to be happier. So they almost don't even realize that they're out of alignment. They're just like, um, oh, this is just the way it is. This is the way life is. And, you know, how can you like recommend, are there any like practices or like books or anything from when you first started your journey um, to feel into your own alignment? Yeah. I mean, I journal every day. So that's been really helpful. Just kind of realizing when I was in kind of a hard time in my life, I would look back at the entries and I'd be like, I was upset this day this day, this day. Hey, I was upset like months in a row. (laughs) So that's really good to be able to kind of look back at. Yes. And also to just like lay it all out on paper so you can see it and it's not just like floating around in your head. Yeah. Yeah. It's like once you get it, once you get all that jumbliness out of your head, you're like making room for like solutions to appear in your mind or ideas or opportunities. And Um, I just find too, like when I'm journaling, so much comes out that I didn't even realize I thought or felt same kind of thing. Like if you go to counseling and you're like talking and talking and talking about your problems, you're like solving them as you talk because you just haven't like, you know, you've been kind of like burying it down for so long and it's finally like coming out. Yeah. It helps you pin down the reality of your situation. Yes, 100%. So what would you say is like the best like book or source of information for people who want to start learning more about astrology? I really like April Elliott Kent is an author. She writes these books that are really down to earth and she's kind of funny, whereas a lot of books are really hard to understand. So she has a few books. Um, Practical Astrology is one of them. And I'm also writing a book about career astrology. Oh, so cool. That's so exciting. Yeah. Tell us more. So I, it's probably not going to be out for a while, but I definitely feel like there's this huge missing link in the market for books about career astrology and how like incredibly powerful it is for finding your calling. So I basically want to take you through the process of figuring out your chart and like figuring out what you're meant to do. So I'm excited. 
I love that. That's so exciting. So how is that process going for you in terms of like, are you going to be self-publishing? Are you like finding it easy to like actually sit down and write? How's it going? I really want to publish it traditionally. Mm. So I haven't really started that process yet, but every single reading I do or a report that I write, because I do, I write reports too. I like keep every person's chart. So mm-hmm. like I keep what I wrote for them. So I have this giant database of all the meanings for every sign and planet placement. And then I'm kind of just like editing them to make them make sense and make them as best as they can be. And there's so many. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Oh, that's so exciting. So you're kind of been, are you going to kind of be like telling stories like this person had this sign? So this is what this person should do. No, that's probably something I'm going to be doing on my podcast, though. Oh, exciting. Okay, tell us about the podcast. Yeah, so I'm starting a podcast where I can talk about the things that I talk about in my sessions to everyone, basically, because so many things come up. It's not just astrology, but it's also, like, personal development, career development, also just, like, believing in yourself, I think, is a really big thing. Totally. And also just kind of talking to people who have found their calling and like what it is about them that led them to it and talking about their chart and how it lines up and tips that they have for how they found it. So Mm, I love that. So what kind of results do your clients see once they are like totally aligned and tapped in? So I don't always get to talk to them like way after the reading, but usually right as the reading is over, the number one thing that most people say is they just feel like validated. They feel like they're on the right track, even if they didn't before. They feel like they understand themselves on a deeper level, which just kind of gives them like clarity and confidence to make decisions in their life so Mm -hmm. much easier which I know, I think the thing that people start with before they come to me is they have all these ideas. They're going back and forth. They're not sure what they should do. They know they want more to life, but they don't know like what that would look like or how to get it. So Mm. you lay out the details. And I like what you said about like feeling validated. Like anytime for me, like anytime I've had like a tarot reading or something like that, I'll walk away being like, okay, that's exactly what I thought. Like those were the subconscious thoughts I was having, but I wasn't like acting on them. So I'm so glad that it exactly like you said, like it validates your own intuition. Yeah. And my hope is that when you walk away, instead of being like, oh, I need to ask my astrologer if I should do this. Because sometimes people are like, should I call you back later and make sure I'm on track with my life purpose? I'm like, no, no, no. This was like, this is you. This is all you just kind of tapping into yourself because now you know what that looks like or what that is meant to look like. So mm-hmm. I, know I have a friend that literally hope she's not listening. Actually, if she is, hi, I love you. She goes to a psychic like every week just to like validate herself. I'm like, okay, you need to just trust your guidance. You can do this. <laughs> but I totally get it. Like it's so important. Like, and I think that's what I teach too to my clients. It's like, you don't need to come to me with every little thing. I'm happy to help. But like the answers are all inside. Yeah, exactly. And that's what the point of the reading is to show you that you have had them all along. Exactly. Yeah. But you just give them like a, like a new, almost like, not like process, but like just like a new, almost 
tool or like perspective way of looking at it, which is just so, so cool. Yeah. So what about launching? So especially like in the online world, we're like always launching different programs, launching different services, different products. Is there, are there like certain days or certain times that we should be launching, like according to our star signs or even different like ways, like are certain star signs like meant to be doing Facebook lives and certain pods, like certain signs are meant to be doing like just writing emails? Like how does that, how do the signs factor into launching? Yeah. So there's two parts of this. There's like what you're meant to do in terms of how to run your business and like a lot of them are different but like for Aquarius your job is to like spread new age wisdom to the masses Mm -hmm. in terms of like any way that you can but usually innovative ways like the internet or broadcasting or Mm -hmm. video or whatever so I mean no more messenger pigeons hey (laughs) I guess not Not then, cutting edge enough. <laughs> no, not cutting edge. Okay. Not hip enough. Not hip enough. <laughs> and then what's into like really interesting is the signs are opposite from each other. So like Gemini and Sagittarius are opposites. And Geminis are really good at like quick blurbs of information, like mm-hmm. social networking, social media, like, hey, here's this cool tip. Let me tell you about it. Or like a really short ebook or something. And then, or just talking about it on a podcast or something. And then, oh my God, that is so cool to know. Yeah. And then Sagittarius are the opposite. So they want to write a lot, like a whole book, like Mm -hmm. an encyclopedia. (laughs) Like they want to dive deep. They don't want like the quick tips. They want to really get into it. So they're like super deep. Like my husband is so detailed. Like he's Sagittarius and anytime he is like shopping for something, he'll like research all the reviews. He'll like try it on 17 times on different dates. And I'm just like, oh my God, like just buy it (laughs) or just like make a decision. But they're just like, I don't know. He's just like so detailed with everything. So yeah, I could definitely see him writing a novel one day (laughs) yeah that might actually be some other things too so (laughs) there's there's all kinds of things (laughs) um so funny so so exciting okay now I have a question and I know I didn't ask you this before so you may not be prepared but can you give us a bit of a forecast for May and like what's going to be happening and what we can expect in the stars um, sure. Let me pull up my fancy calendar where I have everything written down. <laughs> so we're in Taurus season right now, which is really nice. It's grounding energy where it's really time to kind of like get to work on the ideas that you came up with last month because you're in airy season and a lot of times your head is just like spinning with, I could do this. I could do that. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Mm. And so Taurus helps you kind of decide, like, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. It might take a long time to get where you want to be, but it's really, like, good to look at the long game, like, what rewards you're going to get out of it, and just, like, put your head down and do the work. Mm, That's so true. I was noticing, like, just – I was just saying today – 
I woke up with like a completely different attitude. Like I've been feeling so overwhelmed and so bogged down the last like couple weeks. And then today I was just like, oh wait, like everything's actually easy and I'm just going to take my time. (laughs) And I just have like been feeling more like in action, but is that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yesterday was the first quarter moon in Leo. So that's like action time. Oh, and and Leo's my guy. Yeah. And the moon's still in Leo today. So that makes you feel like more bold. Like you can handle things. Move out of my way. I got this. And maybe that's why I love Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) Everything's making sense, you guys. And I also saw him in LA. So, and was sitting two feet away from him. So sidebar combo. Um, (laughs) All about the Leo life. I love it. So awesome. So is, and then is that going to like last through all of May or for just that a That just weeks? goes until May 20th and then it will be Gemini season. Okay. And that's like bipolar city, isn't it? <laughs> it's a lot busier time. So this okay. before the 20th, it's good to just kind of get things done and focus because after the 20th, people are going to be a lot busier. They're going to want to chat about things and get out and about. So mm, it's okay. fun. But it can also, by the end of Gemini season, I'm like, I just want to be at home. Yeah. Relax. Okay. That actually makes sense because on the 20th, I'm going to Palm Springs for a wedding and I'm going to be all scattered. Okay. Everything's making sense. The stars are aligning. I'm so aligned, <laughs> you guys. Okay. So you have an ebook, Moon Magic Guidebook. Tell us about it. Yeah, so the moon is a really good entry point into astrology because astrology is wildly complicated, but we can all look up at the moon and you can just see it. So that's a really cool way to get connected with the stars. And so my guidebook really takes you through like why the moon affects us, what the different phases mean, what it means when it goes into different signs, and how to basically work in tune with the moon in your life. Mm. And the moon, like working in tune with the moon allows you to like utilize your energy in the proper way, right? Yeah. So there's a time when you're meant to be working really hard and really busy. And there are times when you're meant to be stepping back and reflecting and kind of tying up loose ends. So yeah, it's good to know. And I also have like monthly moon calendars that track it too. So you can look at a calendar to see which phase the moon is in and which sign too, because the signs all mean things. Mm, I love that. And also with the moon, it like has the correlation with like your menstrual cycle too, right? It can. Yeah. But if it doesn't match up perfectly, it's not like there's anything wrong with you. Okay. So mine is like the opposite. And I read that that means I'm a witch. (laughs) (laughs) I get my period on the full moon instead of the new moon. Oh yeah. I think I'm close to that too. And I think they say like people that have that are like meant to be healers, but maybe I'm just like, maybe that's just like wishful thinking, but I'm pretty sure it's true. But then that being said, because it's so weird because they say like when it's a new moon, there's like a certain energy about it, but then that's supposed to correlate with when you're like shedding and like getting rid of all the blood <laughs> like right isn't that it's supposed to be like that but like if you're opposite like how like I just don't know like it doesn't I don't know energy. too much about yeah. that yeah okay there's a book that I need to get everyone keeps telling me to get it it's called the woman code okay I'm gonna order it mm. today um but yeah another little fun tip we're gonna have to 
figure this out and spread the info, but <laughs> um, the moon magic guidebook, we will get that out to all of you guys. Super excited um, that Natalie's going to be sharing that with you. Um, yeah. So before we let you go, I have a fun little segment called manic moments and manifesting. So we'll talk about our last meltdown and the last thing that we manifested because business ain't easy. And so I'll go first so you can think of yours. So my last manic moment was on Saturday. So I record Saturday podcasts or try to record Saturday podcasts. And I recorded a full 50 minute podcast of me talking. Luckily I wasn't interviewing anyone. Um, and I was like, it was like tiring. Like it is tiring to just talk for 50 minutes. And then I listened to it after and it was all static. It was like the Whoa. one time I didn't do the testing, testing one, two, three. <laughs> and it was all static. And I, I was like, literally like I wanted to cry. I was really freaking out and like in a bad mood, swearing F bombing. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to have a shower. I'm going to calm down. And it's just a sign. I meant to just like do it another day. And then I was going to do it the next day. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm not rushing. And I've just decided that decided that this week is the week of no rushing. And that's just the way it is. I'm going to be canceling appointments. I'm going to be doing my things on my terms. And that's what I learned from my meltdown. You go, girl. <laughs> Live in alignment with your energy. Exactly. What about you? I had this really similar thing happen, too, because I'm recording my classes for an astrology course I'm teaching, mm. and I recorded the whole thing, and I didn't have the sound quality on high. It was yeah. on, like, medium, and it sounded so bad. I ended up having to re-record it two more times. And oh, my God an hour straight of like so much talking and when I went back to edit it later I'm just like cursing and I'm like I hate this I can't do it oh my gosh and I was okay so you know when was this when did this happen oh that must have been last early last week oh, okay because someone was saying I was like okay why is this happening like after mercury retrograde and I was saying like I feel like I like get like the bad technology shit and like the bad moods like right after Mercury retrograde and someone was like oh yeah Mercury retrograde has a whip and like yeah. the really sensitive people get affected from the whip that happens like right after and I was like oh I've never heard of that before maybe it's true maybe it's not I just want an excuse yeah no it's definitely <laughs> true because it still hasn't moved fast Again, so when it first turns around, it's still going really slow. Okay. So it's true. Okay, good. I'm, I have more compassion for myself now. Um, okay, the last thing I manifested. I've been really wanting to visit a shaman, and I've been hearing so much about ayahuasca, and I want to try it so badly. Um, and... I was like talking to one of my friends and I like did this like deep dive research of shamans in Vancouver a while ago. And I like picked this one girl and I kept being like, why do I feel so drawn to her? Like, it's so weird. And then I just like forgot to book. Like I just didn't book it. And then, um, I kept hearing about 
ayahuasca again. And I was like, okay, yes, I need to just book it with her. And then I was like, oh my God, I can't remember her name. And I was like looking online and I was like, oh my God, like, why can't I find her? And I couldn't find it anywhere. And then my friend out of the blue texted me and he was like, oh yeah, like me and my wife did. It was like cacao or something, which is apparently similar to ayahuasca. He's like, yeah, with this shaman. And I was like, oh, who was it? And he like gave me the name. I was like, oh, I don't think that's the name. I was like, I don't think that's her. But anyways, I Googled it and it was her. And I was like, oh my God, this is such a sign. I meant to go do some psychedelic drugs. (laughs) (laughs) So I booked in just for like a meeting, no ayahuasca is planned yet, but I'm just going to see what's up. I've never had a shamanic experience. Have you? Ooh, I haven't, but I know. Or actually, yes. And it was not on purpose. Oh. And it was kind of terrifying because I was not expecting it. But when I lived in Hawaii, we had an Airbnb. So all sorts of different people would come stay with us. Mm. And this guy came and stayed with us and he gave me like this weird hug. (sighs) And I was like, that was weird. And after I gave him a hug or he gave me a hug, I went upstairs and I like tripped out for a week straight. What? Yeah. (laughs) This is at the same time that I was just learning astrology and I was like, a lot was going on in my life. And I felt like he tapped me to like be initiated into like who I am now as an astrologer and like modern mystic and all that. So I... Like the whole time he was there, I wanted him to leave because I just felt like so freaked out. And the day that he left, I felt completely fine again. So crazy. It's like he spiritually woke you up. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like he bent time. For us oh my meet. gosh. That is so wild. Oh my God. Okay. So is that your manifesting story or do you have another one? <laughs> I did not try to manifest that. <laughs> You're like, or though, oh, actually, So this isn't like a recent one, but probably the coolest time that I ever manifested something was in the middle of that um, because I was like my chakras had opened above my head and I was in this like crazy high vibe place, but it was also really freaky. And so I was saying to myself, I need to talk to a Taurus about this (laughs) because Taurus are usually really calming and down to earth. And no joke, my friend Melissa, who I hadn't talked to in years, called me within seconds. Oh my gosh, that is so wild. I was like, oh my God, yes. Well, it kind of like, it's interesting because like when you talk about like karmic balance, it was like all of a sudden you're like up in like airy fairy feminine energy and then the universe was like, okay, let's balance her out. Shoot Mm -hmm. her a Taurus. Yeah. So cool. I love that. Okay. Well, this has been so, so fun. Can you please tell everyone where we can find you? I am on Instagram all the time at Soulshine Astrology and also at soulshineastrology.com where you can find my readings and also read more about astrology and all of that good stuff. So fun. And the podcast is launching mid-May. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to be called the Cosmic Calling Podcast. Oh, so good. What a great name. Thank you. Okay. Well, Natalie, this has been so fabulous. Thank you so much for being here. And we'll definitely keep in touch for all the cosmic updates. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
Thank you so much for being a chill Chakra Girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at thechakragirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Chakra Girl Co. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.